Welcome back to the HMA Wrestling Show, which, believe it or not, is actually still a thing. We're here. Uh, we're here. Jude Swisher and Sam Herring are finally back uh, for our 38th episode, and it uh, feels good. It feels good. What a hiatus. Here. Jude? Sam. How's life? It's been a while, man. It's been a while. Dude, it's been so good. You know, we just had, we had a very long hiatus, and, like, you know, I know we probably did a couple podcasts after the wrestling season, but before the wrestling season, both Sam and I knew that, like, you know, the home at advantage, while it is a hobby and, um, you know, something that we really enjoy doing, it, it can't come before our own wrestling or our own academics. Um, so we had a conversation where, like, you know, let's just push HMA to the side for now so that we can, you know, pursue our goals and, uh, you know, go home and bring home some, uh, some hardware. So, um, so for the wrestling season, you know, that was pretty much it. We just pushed it to the side. Um, and then life really has not slowed down since, uh, since, you know, Hershey and, uh, and the state championships and all that, like, you know, both Sam and I were competing a lot of freestyle, you know, leading up to the world team, world team trials and, um, you know, just lots of competitions and stuff. And, and here coming up shortly, both Sam and I are going to, be competing under, you know, in the Fargo Dome here in just, you know, just three weeks. So, I mean, Sam, have I missed anything? Like, that's pretty much. That's yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty much covered it all. Um, you know, it's just an important year for both of us. You know, um, my first year in Pennsylvania, Jude really starting to break onto the scene and getting looked at by college coaches. That decision's coming up for him. So it's an important year for both of us and to to take time to focus on our wrestling and focus on academics and the rest of our life was important for us. Um, but we didn't forget about this. We just, um, I did. I forgot I even had a podcast. Forgot it. Um, <laughs> no, we just wanted to, uh, to put our focus into some other things, but like I said, we're glad to be back and um, hopefully we can start producing content again, especially um, once we, we have uh, Fargo, hopefully reach our goals there and, and then settle back for, for the rest of the summer. Ain't no hopefully about it, Sam Herring. Ain't no hopefully about it. We're true. Do this thing. True. So um, also something like, you know, I guess sort of topical and like with the new NIL, uh, you know, transition from the NCAA, like student athletes be making money, right? Like it's a big uh, deal. Home at advantage, like is could potentially be, this is something we keep up with. This could be a good um, like avenue into something like that. Um, so Sam and I just both agree, like, you know, life's 
life has a little window open for us. Let's produce some content. Let's get some interviews, write an article, maybe um, scream at each other on the mic. Who knows? Who knows? So most fun part of my life right here is scream at you. <laughs> and second to that is making a pick against you and being right. Those oh, are like bad, the feeling. Best. bad feeling. Um, <laughs> so uh, before we get started, I don't, I don't know if Sam wants to do this, but I told him we're doing it. So um, we're just going to do a quick little recap of who Sam Herring and Jude Squisher are. Some things have changed in our lives. Some things haven't. Um, but, you know, in case this is your first episode, like, I'll go first, right? So I'm Jude Squisher. I'm going to be a senior at um, Belfont Area High School here in Center, PA. Uh, I was born in Chicago, moved to Pennsylvania, you know, when I was a very young kid and basically grew up in State College my entire life. Um you know, I was a huge Penn State wrestling fan. Uh, I train at the MTU Training Center under under David Taylor, um, who is the man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I have five brothers and sisters. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, Sam, am I missing anything? I like mowing lawns. Love Pokemon. Huge Pokemon. That's, you're missing a lot, but I, I don't think you really want to get into some of the okay. stuff. That you <laughs> um, yeah, so um, – I am Sam Herring. I uh, recently moved to Pennsylvania from Memphis, Tennessee, and um, I am going into eighth grade for Bishop McCourt out in Johnstown and uh, train with Young Guns, the Ranger Pride Wrestling Club, and uh, train at the compound. Um, I am the sixth of seven children, so I, we have Jude beat by one. Mm -hmm. um, but Jude is the oldest. I'm almost the youngest, so it makes for a good little older brother, little brother, uh, relationship. So, um, we have known each other for, was it three, three years now getting Probably close to up on three years. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> met through Twitter, um, ironically and started this podcast without ever meeting each other. First time we met was, uh, when, when, when we covered the 2019 final X and, um, we had a lot of fun there. That was a, a crazy year. We got to cover a couple events. Um, We've we've gone to who's number one. Jude's gone to a bunch of uh, Penn State duels, uh, Big Tens. We were planning on going to the Olympic trials and NCAs in 2020. They took that from uh, us. They took it from us, and things have changed since then. But um, lots of things have happened. We, we were fortunate enough to win Journalist of the Year in 2020 mm -hmm. from Win Magazine and got to share that with each other. So, um, yeah, we've been through quite a journey, and it's not really – I don't think we're going to – necessarily stop maybe just a few breaks like we've had well you and i will stop being friends for sure like this yeah eventually if the pay is good enough I'll, I'll keep it going right <laughs> i'll just scream at you for fun That'll <laughs> so um but yeah i mean that's pretty much it that's kind of our, our journey up till now it's it's really been a fun uh a fun process of understanding uh, you know a little bit about um you know, there's stuff like you learn about being behind a microphone and running the background of a podcast, but also like some small business management um, and dealing with sponsorships and, um, and just how to be professional about all this stuff, which ultimately I think is one of the uh, the biggest benefits, I'd say, of, of having a show like Home at Advantage is just the uh, the transition and like um, it's, a, it's like a little window into the outside world, right? Like Sam and I are still kids. You know, I'm 17, Sam's 14. When we started this, I was Sam's age, right? Like I was yeah. just about 15 years old. And um, so young. 
so young, so immature. Jude had no idea what was coming for him. And I probably, I probably still don't, but um, you know, that's, that's the fun about this song is that it's just a learning experience and we're having a lot of fun while we're doing it. I'll tell you what though, this uh, name image image and likeness thing that we're getting excites me because of the brand we've already built. Um, So I think uh, that's another thing that we've set ourselves up well for. By the time we get to college, hopefully things will be put in place for us that will be in our best interest. So this is um, this is paying off in, in a lot of a lot of different ways, and um, very happy that we've been able to do this. I wonder if colleges will um, set up like alumni associations to help athletes get sponsored, like college athletes. I think more than anything, the athletes need guidance <clears throat> for what to take because it's really easy to get taken advantage of. I understand. Um, well, remember, like, wasn't that what Oklahoma State did is that they, they have a already a program in place to, like, help um, students better understand, like, sponsorships and things like that. Yeah, I, think so. So I think that that is important, but I think that, like, I mean, like that, that will just be something that like coaches can use to their advantage. Like, Hey, come to our school, you know, take advantage of, you know, here's a great scholarship package. Here's great financial aid. Here's an academic scholarship. But also in addition to that, like we can set you up with an alumni of right. YZ and university who is willing to sponsor and an athlete of your or, and I, I hate name dropping here, but like for companies like scrap life who have an association with, with Penn state and then Rudis with Ohio State and those kind of connections, that is that is a big deal for a high level recruit being like, hey, I go to Ohio State and I have a really good chance of having Rudis on my back when I get there or scrap right. Penn State or whatever the case may be. That's another thing that maybe um, maybe it's a good thing as far as recruiting goes for those schools, and maybe it's a not so great for some of the smaller schools. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it so plays out. Something that I don't necessarily understand how this is going to shake out. But Sam, do you know if so? Penn State, for example, is um, you know the the university itself is contracted through Nike, Nike. and right. um, you know Lehigh, for example, is contracted through Adidas, right? And um, so they have these you know these long-standing school contracts. And do you think that any sort of sponsorship on a individual level with an athlete could potentially uh, overstep those boundaries? Like, are, are they obligated to, you know, wear Nike? Obviously, they have to wear the, the school um, distributed singlets right? Know, competing, but like for shoes, for like off the mat stuff, um, do you think? Dude, I, I have zero idea whatsoever. Like I'm clueless, and the thing that worries me is that the schools have to approve every every deal right now. As yeah. of right now, that's the rule. And say, um, like, Penn State's by Nike. Scrap Life comes to Shane Van Ness one day, and um, and says they want to sponsor him, and the school says, no, no, we don't. We're not going to turn back on Nike. And so now Shane can't get these um, sponsorships, and maybe maybe he wants to transfer. Maybe he wants to do you know. Whatever, I'm, I just don't want that to get in the way, you know? I, I have a feeling that <laughs> it's going to take many years of, like, smoothing this whole process out. Um, you know, again, this is, all, this is all super new. A lot of this is just uh, speculation on our part um, about the future. 
but like, you know, I like to think that hopefully like we can um, just make it as, as seamless as possible for the athletes to transition into, you know, brand recognition and um, and sponsorships. Like as soon as you step foot on campus, I don't, you know, granted, like when you're dealing with as big of an organization as Nike and Penn state university, like there's probably going to be a couple hurdles you have to jump over um, just to Mm -hmm. make that that happen. But um, you know, and it was like, uh, you know, Ben Askren had said this um, uh, on Flow Wrestling a couple of days back. Is He had said something like how people are going to be upset because the rich, you know, the rich schools are going to get richer, right? Like, you know, they're just going to have more access to um, sponsorship resources and, and things like that than smaller school would. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't think there's anything we can do about that. And... Um, I think because the playing field isn't necessarily equal, like maybe we should just try to just, I don't know, streamline it, flatten the curve. I, I don't really know what the best course of action is there, but um, I know that was just an interesting point. That- we got a question here on YouTube um, that I'd like yeah. to, to pull up real quick. Um, will the other NCAA divisions, D2 and D3, allow students to brand themselves? Um, is that going to be? Sam, do you know the answer, or is this just no? Nope. No idea. What do you oh, think? I'm gonna, I would guess probably further down the line. Um, but it has to come at some point, especially, especially in a sport like wrestling, where um, women's sports is all D two and D three right now, and men's sports is D one. You're going to get really into some muddy water if you say, "Yeah, the men can brand themselves, but the women can't." Um, we don't. Sam, we don't go there. Is uh. In terms of scholarships for athletes, do D2 give any scholarships or is it only D1? Not sure. These are questions. I don't know. We need somebody actually smart on this podcast. Yeah, we have, you know, we have a podcast. We, we know, we know some stuff, but like, if it, if you're asking us these specific questions, probably not. Wow. Look at that. So we're, we're on the stream yard right now and it's just cool how like, we started on Skype and then we went to Zoom and now we're on this new fancy platform and we can like live stream to all these different places and bring comments and yeah over. So like if you have a question you want us to answer, like put it on, we'll, we'll answer it. So how about this one right here? What are you thinking? We got um, any interviews that you have in mind or would like to make happen? Oh, we might have lost Jude there for a second. Let's see if we can get him back in here. Um, well, I'll go ahead and answer that until we can get Mr. Swisher back. Um, an interview that I would like to make happen, um, for now, before I get into high school where, uh, I'm a recruitable athlete, I would love to just talk to as many college coaches as possible. Um, because, you know, that's just an opportunity. That's some serious wisdom coming from those guys. Um, so very highly looked at right now. I'd, I'd love to get some of those guys on, but really I haven't thought about it a whole lot. Um, really anybody that you guys want to have on, um, I would like to have on. And um, all right, we completely lost Jude here. We'll see if we can get him back in here, but um, until then I'll talk by myself. Um, so yeah, uh, obviously big, uh, Big name guys, guys that have wisdom. So um, Johnny DeJulius is a guy that 
Um, maybe not a lot of people know him as well as like um, an AJ Ferrari, you know, a, a Kyle Snyder, Jordan Bros. But that guy is one of the best interviews we've ever had on here. And uh, some other people are starting to realize that. So um, it looks like uh, Jude power completely went out so we might be here for a little break and uh and we'll get back with you in hopefully a short amount of time but until then um enjoy the break i guess Alrighty, we're back here just for um, 
the time being, hopefully Jude can get in here real quickly. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> get it. Uh, I don't know what happened. I don't know if there's like someone tripped the breaker or what, but all of the power in my entire house went out. So sorry. <laughs> um, doesn't stop us from back. Great. Do we have, where were we before we, that all, uh, disappeared? Um, this was what we were about to, um, to answer here. Any interviews that you have in mind and would like mm -hmm. to happen. I answered just for a sec and just said, um, for now, for, for myself, um, that I can't, I can still talk to coaches for another year. Um, I would like to do that. It's ending, and, ending soon. Yeah, it's it's ending very soon, and I don't like that. But um, that's kind of that's my answer was that I'd like to talk to as many college coaches as possible. And um, Jude, who are you thinking? You can uh, talk if you want for so, how long you want. I well, I'll say this: cooking in the stew, <laughs> and that was just a joke. It was a studio joke, whatever. Um, but I'd like to talk to Sonny Abe, who... Uh, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. So, I'm, to my understanding, he was a Penn State grad. He was, I think he was a national champ. I can look that up. Sanjiro Abe. There he is. Um, yeah, so he's he's the man. And he coached Vincenzo Joseph, um, who I know pretty well. And, For a little bit. Yeah, so I would like to do a, like, Sunny, Chenzo, Jude Swisher, like collab podcast. Cause I think How about Sunny another one of Chenzo's coaches? No, not happening. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we could do, you know, I, I want to talk to Gilman. I'd love to talk to Gilman. I would love, love, What's love. It, um, Abe roommates with Kerry Colat in college. I would not be surprised. I think they were, I, I can Google all this stuff right now. That would be that would be wonderful. Um, that would be really good interview. Who else? Um, I think Ryan Warner just interviewed him on Wrestling Changed My Life, but that's what we do in wrestling podcasts: is we interview people and talk we about do, the same stuff. We share guests and things like that. So. Um, no, but uh, Sergey Belaglazov from from Michigan. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that would be incredible. It would be a really good one. Um, I would like to talk to uh, Helen Marulis. I think Helen would be great. Love to hear from yeah. Helen. Um, I we think it would be Helen. cool. I, someone I think would be interesting to talk to, um, maybe not for like a full length interview, but like definitely maybe like maybe even an article or something would be, uh, Kennedy Blades or, or Kylie Welker, you know, both who were, you know, young girls who were in the Olympic trial finals. Right. Um, both of that. I think that, that would be, I don't think that one would be too hard to get. Not at all. Um, and then. Oh, if I were going to say one more interview, it would be one with Johnny DeJulius and Bryce Meredith again, because that's always super fun. And I would if, love to talk if, to Reed Humphrey. If you told me that that um, Home at Advantage was only allowed one more podcast, those would be the two guys I would have to get on. Yeah, no, it's it, they're just, it's. Listen, all of our guests are really fantastic people. Like, and that's what's so cool about the wrestling community right. that we just can have like really like authentic, genuine interesting conversations uh and you know a hundred people can have a podcast and every single podcast is going to be different because these people are so interesting exactly um, and you know but man johnny and bryce are like that's a special sort of chemistry that you don't really get to come exactly. across that often. those dudes just got back from egypt together like they're wild um 
So yeah, we we I think we need to get on that. But I'll I'll finish it with this. Um, the most important part about our interviews is what our listeners like. So if you guys have anybody in mind, um, please let us know. And if you have anybody that you think you could help us get in contact with, that's the hardest part of interviews, and we would love to help. I can't tell you how many times I've been ghosted. I'm not gonna like name drop, but too like, many. Hurts my feelings just a little bit when these really people. not cool. I've had people like say like, "Hey, yeah, let's do this," and then just not text me back. Let's let's jump around with some more of these questions here. Um, All right, I'm down. So, this is one that I think um, I want to hear your answer first, and then I'll go second because yes. it's a touchy little subject here. Yeah. So my favorite gift. No, I would love to say Melvin here because Melvin is like my favorite person on this planet, but I can't. Um, that we have a nickname for for Melvin, but I can't. That was sarcastic. I I'm can't sure say I, it, dude. <laughs> whatever you're about to say, I'm sure I agree with. Uh, yeah. Our, well, the the joke has been that we call him Silver Metal Melvin, but um, not because he takes silver medals, but because it makes him very mad. So um, let's make him mad. Yeah. Okay. I Eric and Mason. It's a tie. And Melvin. All three of them. I can't. I can't pick my favorite Gibson. They're all great. They're all great. Gears, I'm, I'm going to go outside of the box here and say we're not limiting it to gender, and I'm going to say Maria. I'm taking Bryn, actually. Bryn Gibson. Brennan? Brennan, not Bryn. That's Brennan Miller, though. Oh. Ooh, it's confusing. This is a bummer. Okay, we'll go with Maria. Maria's the answer. Delete bro, and we're good. All right, great. Damn. Okay. This one. This one's going to get fun. I take it off we can't answer that <laughs> head coach and three assistants oh sam no i can't i can't answer this question all right give some coaches that you like and that you David would taylor <laughs> <laughs> I like that. okay here, here's a question that would probably put less tension on it okay you're starting a club i give you four salaries that you can you can pay four coaches that's another mean one because uh, I'm just going to say the M2 training center staff, dude. Like That's fair. That, like Okay. Then I tell you, Eric, Mark, people that have never coached you before. Now, that's a good question. Um, I got to put more thought into it. You go first, then. All right. Um, so I'll start because I would just go with my coaches, too. Yeah. Um, thinking... I've heard so many good things about Mike Gray and how great he is from the corner. Um, Brandon Slay, I think um, that would be incredible. <clears throat> Let's see. Now, I can say Vincenzo, but you can't. I love Vincenzo Joseph. Um, I should start simping for Stanford coaches. <laughs> Rob Cole. Rob Cole. Francois. I don't know. So many options. Um, Dude, you know who I'd pick? Who would you pick? I'd pick Kale Sanderson, okay. Terry Brands. Uh, I think that's Bob Cole, and then um, you want Terry Brands and wait. Kale Sanderson to work together. Yeah, that's what I. Well, no, that's it. Is I just want to put them all in a room and just see what happens. <laughs> Rob Cole would probably sit back and just watch and learn. I, I, I gotta get some. Who else gets fired up? Tom Brands or not Tom Brands? Um, excuse me, Tom Ryan. Tom Ryan gets fired up sometimes. Sometimes, occasionally. I think that would be a good time. Okay. I, I, Sam, I say we move on to the next question before I dig myself into a hole that I can't get out of. 
Yona, that's a great idea, but I like taking you into holes. Um, do you want to explain what Ned Kaufman's talking about here? Ned, Co- Ned Kaufman. What well, a gap. The, the Rideout podcast, which I think I'm making an appearance on here shortly, just said, this isn't Google Classroom. No, it is not. It's not Google Classroom. Good observation, Mr. Kaufman. Maybe we should teach a class, though, Sam. What would we teach a class in? communications, I don't know, podcasting. No, we're horrible podcasters. That's true. Maybe wrestling class. Maybe wrestling. All right. Um, now this one, I I am going to uh, maybe hurt some feelings. Maybe, maybe not. All right, Julius Grit. So Julius Grit asks, what's you guys' opinion on the division? Of the NCAA in terms of competition. Well, Real quick, y'all is a great word. Can be used really, really easily. It really consolidates you Some guys. people hate it. Such a great word. I used to be, listen, I used to be a hater. Now I'm a believer. Y'all's the way. All the way. Respect okay. you. All right. Go ahead. I don't, I don't think about this. And like, that's like, that's the truth is this isn't something I like spend much time like dwelling upon like i don't contemplate like the divisions of ncaa in terms of competition level because i think i'm pretty much taking it for granted that division one's the highest level of competition and division three is the lowest level of competition right not not any hate towards division three just that's the nature of the divisions of it's how the money spread that's how things go like it's the division everything follows those order yeah that order I don't know, Sam. Is there? A, am I miss? Like, am I wrong for that? But I don't think so. So when you when you take it out of the college realm and you look at high school kids, like the best high school kids of every class, where do they all go? Division one. Then you take it out of college and you look beyond that and you look at our Olympic team. You've got Gilman. You've got Jo. You've got Kyle Dake, David Taylor, Snyder, and Gable. All of which, D one. One. Yeah. It's just. So- those those numbers are there for a reason. There's more money in D one, more coaching, everything, more resources, more coverage. Everything just goes by that order, sadly. And um, I say sadly, sadly for some people, happily for others. When you dream, like for Jude and I, have dreams of wrestling at the Division one national championships, and um, you know, I've never really thought about wrestling at the Division two national championships. No. Um, so yeah, so I guess that's my answer, Julius. Great. Uh, no hate, but. All right, last one before we uh, we move on, start talking about a couple other topics here. If you could bring one high school wrestling athlete to your team, who would it be? Um, so I guess, like, selfishly, it'd probably be Nick Buzakis because, you know, he's a very good wrestler and he's around my weight, and it would be great to get me better at wrestling. Uh, That's what I, I'm, I would answer, like, with a guy around my weight, too. Yeah, right? You, you probably want the number one pound-for-pound guy at your weight, so then you can just learn from him, and then I'd be the number one pound-for-pound guy. So, I um, would I would bring Jude Swisher to Bishop McCormick. I would pick Eric Gibson. That's who I would pick. <laughs> that is a great pick, but I know. Because this is what would happen. You would pick Eric Gibson to come to Belfont, and I'd be like, no. And then I'd pick him back to McCourt. <laughs> No, you pick me to go there, and then Eric would be stuck at Belfont. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You'd be right. careful saying stuck at Belfont. Uh, I mean, he gets, gets, himself in trouble. He gets to go to Belfont. He has the, 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 he's blessed enough to go to Belfont. <clears throat> there you go. Okay. 
I would probably end up taking like somebody for me. Uh, okay, fine. Okay. All right. Um, June, Same. since our last podcast, we have missed NCAs, Olympic trials, um, lots of things. Um, let's talk about our Olympic team. Okay. Olympic How do you team. Feel about it? I feel sad that Jordan Oliver is not going to be competing at the Olympics. As well. I don't think do, – do we still consider him to be on the Olympic team? On the Olympic team, not an Olympian. Okay, fair. He's a, he, he is our Olympic – Trials champion. Yeah, cha- he's the trials champ, but I don't think he, he's definitely not an Olympian. Um, I feel probably the most confident about this team that I have felt about any team ever leading up to it. Uh, it – I mean, it's just hammer after hammer after hammer. And, um, to, I mean, to my understanding, like, we're going to be the favorites in a, uh, a couple weights. We're going to be, you know, really high contenders in a couple weights. You know, and hopefully we can c- come home and just bring all sorts of hardware back to the USA. Um, you know, I like Thomas Gilman's chances of meddling. Um, I really like... Um, you know, I'm going to pick Dake and David and, um, you know, Kyle Snyder and, and Gable to all bring gold, I think. I think that um, – Definitely have the potential for it. They all, like, they all have the potential. So, really so the guys – the, the guys all the way up until – so Gable, this is his first ever showing on the senior level at a World Olympic Championships, right? But we know he has the potential to do it. And then Gilman – has taken second before, so we know he's on that level. And the rest have won world golds and Olympic golds. So um, there is no reason that we cannot bring back five golds. Of course not. And, um, I, you know, I had asked this to you before the podcast started, but we don't even really – I don't know what the record is for an Olympic team, like how many how many medals, you know, one has brought back. So maybe, maybe we can set a record. I don't know. Maybe I'll just Google it right now. Gene, so who do you think, out of every weight, what wrestler from another country is going to bring the most difficulty for us to bring back five? Who who's the best chance to ruin it? Um, Sajulayev, Yazdani. Um, no, no, we know those guys. I'm telling you to pick one. Who's who is oh, the who is the, who is, has the, the most likely to ruin it? Um, who was our world champ at 57 last year? Last year was a uh, Goyev from Russia. Yeah, that's probably a Goyev. Like, um, 57 is just super deep. It is incredible. He's going to have to beat some monsters to, to bring home the gold medal. I think yeah. he has all of the talent and all of the ability. It's just going to be about, like, executing it on that one day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what about you, Sam? What do you think? Do you think that that's a fair assessment? I do, too. Yeah. Um, I think one of Gilman's biggest issues is the Cuban and the Oda, or um, Takahashi, if he's on that on that team. So if he can get by, like those guys are the bad matchups for him. And then obviously guys like Agoyev or, um, dude, honestly, Michich can get rough. So um, feels bad. I really like Stefan Michich. Yeah, um, we're gonna interrupt this for selfish cause. Answer this real quick. Not happening. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Poor Eric. Uh, all yeah. right. Um, let's see. But, you know, in terms of our Olympic team, 
like I've said, just the most confident I've ever felt about an Olympic team going into it. Um, you know, and that's the same on the, the girls and the Greco side as well. Um, Sam, is, is it, has it all been said? Is there anything else we have yet to say? No, I'm with you, dude. I'm, I'm very confident. Now, granted, I really did not know much about the Olympics in 2016 or like our team or anything, but looking back and, uh, and looking at our past teams and the, and the competition and everything, um, I think this is the most confident that I would have been. But in the 2016 Olympics, I didn't even know what was going on. I saw Snyder wrestling in a restaurant, so <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Some other big news. Stanford Wrestling has its program back. You know, I know we're, like, literally months late to this, guys, but, you know, it was just so big and, and transitional that, like, we went from – you know, just it's it, it was just a downward spiral. Like there was no way it was gonna stay. Like it was looking very grim. And then Shane Griffith won NCAA's, and then here we go. It changed the course of like that guy's a hero. Hundreds of lives, hundreds of lives, right? Yeah, he's a hero. Like he's a hero of our sport. He's a hero of Stanford athletics. Like because of him and him winning, it just made this platform. You know, for like all of this, just like I don't want to say hate. But like social movement to like it was bring that hate, wrestling, yeah. right? There was some hate thrown, but there was some um, hate. no, I that's it, it was actually a very cool thing to see, like to go from, you know, just it was just gonna be an uphill battle, like of a it was gonna be a vertical climb, right? Like yeah. there was pretty much no way it was gonna come back. The decision had pretty much already been made. Well, I'll tell you what made me so angry was that they they were basically there where it was a, it was a vertical climb. There was no way where this program was getting reinstated because money. of money. money. They didn't have the money, right? Or so they said. And then they're like, you know what? I think we might be able to do this. Here's your program back. Oh, also the highest paying coaching job in the nation. Here you go. Here you go. Like, wait a second. I thought we didn't have the money. Right. It was uh it was a very sketchy little situation there and um frustrated me a lot. But <clears throat> I'm so glad that Stanford is uh and has a program again and selfishly um for myself that maybe one day that that'll be an option for me. It'll be a Stanford tree. A Stanford tree. Oh. Go card. Uh and it's you know, in addition at Stanford, like <clears throat> they swept out the the old coaching staff and reinstated, you know, they instated uh, Rob Cole and Vincenzo Joseph, Enoch Francois. Um, so that is lo looking to be our new coaching staff. I don't know if they're looking to bring on um, any new uh, assistant coaches or anything like that. But my understanding, like, you know, pretty much everyone on all of their starters, I believe, are coming back. Shane Griffith has, what, three more years, right? Yeah. He's going to be at 74, dude. 74 is going to be a monster weight class. <laughs> wow. Evan, Wick, Evan Wick said he's likely moving up, too. Oh, no. Oh, dude, it's Carter Starocki, Shane Griffith, um, Kemmerer, Hayden Hindley. Um, you said Evan Wick. Who else? There's there's, some, there's Oh, Makai Lewis. That's like six guys who are like title contenders. Insane. That's insane. That is – it might be – it. It'll go down as one of the toughest weights ever. Ever, ever. It's got to be one of the toughest weights ever. It's got. It's going to be pushing that 2008-149 bracket for sure. For sure. Um, so I, I'm excited for that. Um, but let's see. I mean, I don't really know if there's any other news in terms of Stanford. I know like their programs 
fully funded and you know their coaches have are you know now looking to make careers out of Stanford wrestling and you know they're just the program's in a good good space right now especially the next step is an RTC yeah I, to my understanding they're gonna be uh, re just revamping and reorganizing the the California RTC um, and just getting guys to come in and train there um, maybe that'll be a, a step to help Fresno get their program back too yeah I think I think it's just a great move for wrestling like because it's just like that ESPN like like the just the attention that was put on Stanford is it just has put it in a very good place um, you know leading into the future so Right. Um, the only thing that Stanford is going to struggle with, I guess, in the coming years is probably uh, just anything that they fell back on, like for recruiting, because, you know, I'm sure that they didn't, they weren't really, you know, getting too many people interested to come out to Stanford when they, they um, lost. didn't have a program, right? So, um, so hopefully, yeah, they can just jump on back with that and keep, keep pushing wrestling forward. Mm-hmm. But so, let's see. Sam, I think, I think that about does a- it. Mm-hmm. I think that about does it with uh with all the topics we wanted to cover today. Um, is there anything else? Anything else you want to go into, or uh, maybe set it up for next show? Yeah. So, something that we had, something that I kind of want to do is that uh, we did this podcast back in. Uh, 2020 february of 2020 and uh and they you know sam had asked for questions and like oh send in your questions or whatever on twitter and i went and looked back at the questions some of them are like super funny um you know because like they dish the the way that they age it's like cool to go back and look at them so right i don't know sam do you, you want to do this we can we can save it for next time as well um let's save it for next time you know, i, I, I don't want to spend 40 minutes we could prepare for these and have some okay, have some good answers. All right. Well, until next time, thank right. you guys for coming back. And um, I'm so happy that I get to be recording again. And uh, I think I'll, I'll get this podcast bug again, and we'll have a lot more content, hopefully. So um, until next time, guys. Okay. Adios.